Hey. Super dope. How you guys doing? Been a minute. Hey, it's Kyle. Uh, Sunday morning. Hope y'all are doing well. May the 24th. Uh, so I wanted to do a quick check-in. I've had a handful of you reach out to me and say, hey, uh, where the hell have you guys been? And that's a valid question. Totally. Um, the long and the short of it is, uh, less Dragon Ball Super Dope content for us to be covering right now. And we are working on another project that we launched last Sunday. Uh, Spider-Man Sundays, we've been talking about it for a minute. Um, so before I get to the long list of excuses as to where we've been, uh, Spider-Man Sundays has been a lot of fun. We launched last Sunday. We launched the first two episodes. The feedback we've gotten to this point has been great. Uh, I'm going to play the trailer for it for you guys in a minute. I do like a proper uh, trailer episode for this, like pre-launch and all that. Uh, just trying to get the launch plan, you know, firmly together. And that's sort of where my ask comes in for you guys today. Um, if you haven't had the opportunity already, I'd obviously love it if you could go check out Spider-Man Sundays and let me know what you think of it. It's kind of a different thing. Um, it's very scripted. It's very editing heavy, uh, meaning there's like a lot of things uh, set to music and stuff. And just like the ridiculousness of the stories episode to episode, uh, we do them recap style and uh, we talk about them in between plot beats. So if you want to check out Spider-Man Sundays, there's a link in the show notes here. If you're an Apple podcast listener, this is where I really need your help. If you're an Apple podcast listener, if you don't mind opening up your show notes right now, click that link to Spider-Man Sundays that I've got there. Head on over there. Give it a five-star rating. If you have a minute, write a review like super dope or whatever. And uh, yeah, that would really help me out, mainly because when you first launch a podcast, you, you, there's a limited window from when that thing first launches where you can be potentially featured and like highlighted within the Apple podcast app and the iTunes store, things like that. A part of it is downloads for sure. But the other part of it, uh, or, or another big piece of it, I should say is the number of ratings that you're able to get from your people in your first few weeks. So if you could help me out there, link is in the show notes, uh, please go rate it. And I'm going to put you the trailer right now. Uh, it's quick couple minutes. Uh, there are a lot of words. So listen carefully and don't get stuck. In the mid-1970s, Marvel Comics and the prolific Toei Productions of Japan were in the midst of a three-year licensing agreement that allowed the companies to adapt each other's characters for new projects. Marvel opted to utilize Toei's Dangard Ace and Chodenshi Robot Combatler, giant robots affiliated with the then-popular Shogun Warriors toy line in America. While Toei did eventually adapt the rights for three different Marvel properties, one of these television shows, their adaptation for one of the most iconic characters in the Marvel Universe, Spider-Man, is a legendary series amongst nerds for straying absurdly far from its comic book source material, while integrating wacky Japanese-influenced antics with ridiculous charm, and its historical relevance to other beloved Japanese IP. On May 17th, 1978, Spider-Man aired in Japan. Young motorcycle racer Takuya Yamashiro, on the brink of death, is given the spider extract by Garia, the last surviving warrior of Planet Spider. This gives Takuya the abilities of a spider, and Garia gives Takuya a bracelet that can activate his spider protector costume, shoot spider strings and nets, and control his spaceship, the Marveler, which, by the way, transforms into a giant robot named Leopardon that has a really cool sword. Using his spider powers, Takuya carries on the honor of Garia and vows revenge on his enemy, Professor Monster, who has been preparing for 400 years to defeat Garia with his army of machine-bem monsters. 
If you love Spider-Man, Marvel Comics, things like the Power Rangers, Godzilla, Ultraman, or other properties in that vein, subscribe to Spider-Man Sundays and come on this ridiculous journey with us. We'll be watching each episode, breaking down their hilarious plots, and gaining all the moral insights that only a Japanese Spider-Man could impart. Join me, Kyle, my brothers Brandon, and Feds, and a few other special guests starting on Sunday, May 17th, and every other week thereafter for the first two episodes of Supiteman Sundays. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you have friends who are interested in either Spider-Man, Kaiju Monsters, Godzilla, whatever I mentioned before, let them know. Look forward to having you guys listening. We appreciate it. Thank you. All right, cool, right? Spider-Man Sundays. Um, If you don't mind, go give us the rating in the Apple Podcast Store. And after you're done listening to this, you can go over there and check out the first two episodes. We are releasing new episodes for that every other Sunday. So eventually the Super Dope schedule will start to come back to normal as we get more of those in the can. Um, You know, just a lot of work leading into uh, starting a new show and getting some uh, some backlog stuff done. So um, where has Super Dope been? All right. So most of this year, as you know, has been uh, covering My Hero Academia Season 4, and uh, that wrapped up at the end of April. So uh, less consistent material to cover there. Um, And then, you know, the name of the show is Dragon Ball Super Dope. And I think about it all the time. It's like, is it just time to call a Super Dope? I don't know. Um, The show started with Dragon Ball-focused content, you know, Dragon Ball-exclusive content, because uh, Dragon Ball was a thing I was very much talking with some of my closest friends about anyway, and I was itching for an excuse to, you know, try my hand at podcasting and learn in that world a little bit, and that was, uh, geez, almost three full years ago, uh, almost to the the day, actually. Um, Super Dope launched in August, but... You know, I effed around with a few other podcast things in the months leading up to that. My point is, when we launched Super Dope, I didn't exactly do my due diligence in the, uh, I guess now we can call it an oversaturation in Dragon Ball content producers. Um, And that's all a long way to say, you know, they still have a manga chapter come out once a month. Every once in a while, we'll have a new Dragon Ball Heroes uh, episode come out. And those are all valid excuses to get together and shoot the shit with my buddies, right? At least, you know, pre plague now now that we've got like the the technology curve of it and we've got so many people just itching to be the first person to report on anything it's kind of jaded me a little bit i guess in uh, in the, the main example i'm thinking of here is the 20th a new manga chapter comes out every month this is going to be the chapter where vegeta comes home and, and hopefully saves goku's ass or so we're all theorizing right on May 18th, a couple of scans, as you know, as customary, come out. Um, I see them on a French Facebook page that I follow who's got like all the latest news all of the time. They do great work. And I don't know, dude, within like two hours, it's like the whole somebody's put together the entire plot based off of all these scans. And I'm like, you know, I see them quick in a feed. I don't think about them too much. I'm like, oh, yeah, things are shaping up that way. And then I go back to Twitter two hours later and some fucking kid who's just desperate for some YouTube uh, views. Uh, has already pieced together his entire thing in his Twitter thread and is producing the video for it right now. And I I know that I don't have to read it, but, you know, I kind of do. And I'm just like, what the fuck, man? What do I... Why do I even got to read the chapter? You know, Uh, not that there was much to read there anyway. It's primarily an action-based chapter, and we kind of already had an idea as to what was going to happen. But 
I don't know, a couple of scans come out on the 18th. I've got basically an entire synopsis piece together by the internet gumshoes out there on the fucking 19th. And then by the 20th, when it actually drops, I'm like, what the fuck am I going to read it for? I mean, I still do, but I just, I'm not as interested in talking about it two days later after I've already had it. <sighs> I don't know. It's just a frustrating thing that I'm kind of grappling with right now. And it sounds like I'm just bitching. And I guess I am. Uh, so I appreciate you sitting through the bitching. Despite the frustration, though, we have had some super dope good news, at least. Uh, I think that's what maybe the name of the episode will be. Super dope good news. More super dope good news. Good news with super do- I don't know. The fuck was John Krasinski trying to sell? Or did he sell? Freaking John Krasinski. I do have good news. We have got a super dope baby on the way, but it's not mine. <laughs> it's uh, Jimmy and Sam are having a baby. So... Still a little too early to know if they're going to be having a boy or a girl. So congratulations to my brother Jimmy. I love you so much. He came by and hung out with me a little bit earlier this week. Almost threw on microphones, but honestly, it was the first time I'd seen him in a minute. So I was just happy to hang. Um, What else? We got Fedzi's birthday coming up in seven days. Uh, Let's see. I think he'll be 33. Oh, 33. That's how old Jesus was when he got crucified. I don't know why I always equate that with the number 33. It's almost like I grew up in an overly Catholic Portuguese household. Uh, my birthday is a couple of days after that, too. Uh, I will be 31 on June the 3rd. Woo! So that'll be fun. I don't really have any plans, and I typically dread having to celebrate my birthday. But maybe we can get, like, a, I don't know, some kind of Zoom podcast thing going. I've, I've had to spend a lot of money on tech stuff for podcasting in the last couple of months but one of those things is uh one of those zoom accounts so maybe we can have a super dope birthday party for me and feds this year digitally maybe just me because feds is not um uh, feds is you know we're all still working so um even though i'm working from home most of my days pretty much everyone else in the immediate super dope circle uh jimmy uh, feds brand uh, not brandon he's working from home as well dan um Carlton's working from home too, but Carlton's very tough to get on <laughs> online with sometimes. Uh, most of us are still going like out and about and doing our day jobs and stuff. I'm not doing any gigs or anything. I'm working on a million and one podcast here in my bedroom, but um, with those guys still very much caught up in the, you know, going about business as usual for, you know, most of them, it doesn't make it any easier for them to get over and podcast either. So. I don't know. I'm sorry that m- the month of May has been uh, a little lacking for your super dope content. You do know if you need any additional content, you can go check out patreon.com slash Dragon Ball Super Dope. Roasting the Spider-Man stuff there as well. And those come in the way of uh, watch-alongs with me and whoever's doing the episodes with me. The first two episodes are me, Brandon, and Feds. So um, my buddy Kevin's going to be getting involved in that one. He's never been on Super Dope, but he's going to be a regular on Spider-Man, I think. Um, see how the rest of this series progresses as we're working toward into the Spider-Verse 2 and, you know, whenever the fuck that comes out now because the plague ruined everything. Um, if you're out and about still, maybe you've, you know, been going and doing your job every single day uh, in the midst of all this madness. I Big ups to you. Hope you guys are all right. Hope you're staying safe, feeling safe. Um, I think it's kind of troubling that everyone's rushing back to reopen this week as if um, these restrictions being lifted is an indicator that it's over it's it's not it's not over um 
So just be safe, guys. That's all I ask. It would be terrible. Really, and I don't know how much of this is going to go into the public cut, but um, <laughs> you guys know I'm pretty um, vocal, I guess we can say, with my political feels. Um, <laughs> I really worry that this is all just a way to... I, I, yeah, maybe this is all I'll say because I can get it down on the record and feel good about it in, in case this does not good about it. Fuck, I'd feel terrible about it. But at least I can say I've got it on the record. You know, and I, I knew this was what they were going for. They're reopening these businesses with the full expectation of probably having to shut them down again in, you know, four to six weeks, depending on how badly this goes. And the reason they're all dead set on reopening these businesses is because if you return to work as somebody who was previously just on unemployment for, you know, eight weeks, whatever the heck it was, 10 weeks, if you were even fortunate enough to have uh, been able to get paid. I've got one friend here in Rhode Island who was approved and filed seven weeks ago, and she still hasn't gotten anything in the way of money and can't get in touch with anybody there to even talk about it. Anyway, my fear is they're making all of these places reopen en masse because they don't want you collecting unemployment anymore. And they're okay if the business is shut down again in six weeks because most of those businesses, the big ones anyway, that are mandating a return to work thing, they've got the money to ride the shit out for like a long time. They don't have to open their doors and maintain all of their same retail presence without a problem. The only people who will suffer are their employees. Now, if those employees were previously on unemployment and they just returned to work for maybe a month, Now that they've hit the unemployment market again, they are not eligible to file for unemployment again because they did not. At least this is how it works in Massachusetts and Rhode Island. I don't know about this nationwide, but I imagine that this is the rule in a lot of the states. They want you to return to work for a month and then you'll be unemployed again because they'll have to shut down because, you know, the thing spreads some more. And you'll hit the unemployment market and... I mean, unless this is like a provision in the CARES Act or something, I don't fucking know. You won't be eligible to file for unemployment again. You'll have returned to work for a month, given up your unemployment. And that's the other thing that they're really pushing for, too. It's like, even if we reopen, do we have to return to work? Well, yeah, you do, because you're offered a job back again. And if you're, you know, able to take that job and you refuse, you're no longer eligible to collect unemployment. It's just maddening to me. We've got 36 million people unemployed, close to 100,000 people dead. And, uh, yeah, I woke up to seeing dude fucking off on a golfing trip today. And that 36 million number is going to go down in the next few weeks. And it's going to continue to go down because when those people eventually again, potentially when, you know, if we go back to a mass, you know, closing again, when those people lose their jobs again, They'll technically be unemployed, but they won't count toward that official statistic as somebody who filed for unemployment because they're no longer eligible to file. It's a way to control that number. You don't have to dig very deep to know who started those armed protest rallies in Michigan. Look into it. It's funded by a Betsy DeVos-linked organization. Betsy DeVos is the Secretary of Education who has done everything in her power to try to gut public education. Her people funded those people. Her people made those guys with the guns go to Michigan to start all of these reopen the economy protests. That shit wasn't on many people's radars until they saw a bunch of fucking goons go do it in Michigan. And those goons were literally paid 
by a fucking member of the cabinet of the White House. They just, it's maddening to me. And I know that I've lost a lot of people in the last couple of years, especially last year with the Vic stuff, talking about politics and like, I don't know, just generally believe in a woman's fucking story if there's some credence to it. And then multiple allegations behind that one that suggest maybe a pattern of behavior. That's just me. I don't know. But it's something that we all need to be um, a little cognizant of, I think, at this point. If we're not, um, could be even worse than, say, four to six months. So just proceed with caution. Now that I've already gotten the... uh, now that I've thankfully already gotten the review on Apple Pods, I guess I will cut bait and run and hope I didn't offend too many of you. Um, next episode for Spider-Man will be up on May 31st. Uh, so that'll be episode three, me and Brandon recording a bunch of those this week, but we're also starting to get back into the swing of recording Super Dopes, uh, hopefully this week as well. So more information to follow on a Zoom birthday, maybe with me and Feds, and uh, I'll keep you guys in the loop. Go give that Spider-Man thing a five stars. It would really help me. I probably shouldn't have asked for a favor from people after I go on a big political rant, huh? That's just me. All right. Super dope. Goodbye.